0: Hi, it's Paul. Hi, it's Damo. And it's time for the PD Sports Podcast. With Damo and
1: Paul. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 45 of the PD Sports Podcast. Once again, another huge week in sport, which never fails to disappoint. With me today is Damo, as always. Dame, how you going, buddy? Not bad.
0: Not bad. yourself, Paul?
1: Yeah, I can't complain. Uh, Pretty same old, same old. But... It's not the same old, same old for the podcast because we've got a returning goat that is almost the third amigo to this train. Dom, welcome back. Long time no see. Hello, lads. Hello. Happy to be back. How you going, mate? Because we haven't had you back for a while.
2: Yes, same old. Um, Yeah, still so much sport happening. We're loving it. And yeah. Same old amateur.
1: Missed you guys. Same old amateur sporting hero. As always, uh, as the two of us are
2: not as much not as much these days. <laughs> might right. be onto an early retirement, but uh anyway, we'll talk more about amateur sport down the track. I believe.
1: Yeah, I think we might need to uh, at some point today because it's been a big week, not just for professional sport but also for amateur sport. But I think it's only fitting. Um, obviously, normally we do start with the Premier League, but I think we need to to recognise that, especially here in Australia, we've lost two cricketing icons of their own ilk um, and for their own eras as well. So Rod Marsh uh, and Shane Warne, unfortunately both passing away since we last did uh, the podcast, which sort of rocked us a little bit, uh, especially even with Rod Marsh, to be perfectly honest. Um, in my opinion, it was sort of a shock one. And then obviously Warney. um before, we, Dom and I went to bed Friday night. We managed to still be up at that time. So we saw it beforehand. But a lot of people obviously waking up to that news on Saturday morning was really uh, – made me feel sick, honestly, um, because of the summer. And if you have watched the vlog I did from the cricket, you could see there was um, some real good banter. And that was the first thing that I thought about when, when it all happened, like how he was so positive and he was able to handle you know, some drunken hooligans – giving him crap for half an hour. But, you know, that just summed up who he was to me. But for you guys, you know, how did you guys take that news on Saturday, Saturday morning, Friday night?
0: I'll let you go first, Dom. You're a returning guest to the show. Off you go,
3: mate.
2: I was absolutely rattled. Right. I was literally about to fall asleep in bed. I just tried to check Twitter as I do normally before bed and my heart fell and I just shoot Paul a message. I think I said worn dead. Yeah, you said worn dead. dead
1: and I had no idea what you are talking about. I, right? couldn't
2: even, I couldn't even type it out properly. I was so rattled. Yeah. yeah no idea and i just said check twitter
1: yeah because oh, I, I, I didn't like, believe it that was the thing and i did then check twitter and see sky sports fox sports yeah, I think and
2: it... fox sports broke the news that i saw
1: yeah and then sky yeah, were on uh, it too yeah
2: no absolutely cut and yeah i actually still lost the words i can't even can't even talk about it
1: yeah dame
0: oh look it was an absolute shock and i thought it was uh I was in a dream to be fair, one of those surreal sort of moments. Um, it was a very early morning for me. My dog is not particularly well. My 17 year old woke me up in the middle of the night. Um, uh, wanted to go out. It was about three in the morning. And uh, one of the lads in the cricket club that I play for had it in the group chat and I was like, What? It's one of these fake, you know, clips that make you click on it and it's gonna be Actually, see, like... so yeah,
2: stop you there. I thought it was just the fake thing that a troll that you always see, and I just thought, no. Yeah, uh, I, I, did, I, I did I did too. That.
0: I did too. I was like expecting to click this and it'd be like that girl moaning or, you know, you've been trolled with the dinosaur or whatever. And it was legitimate Fox Sports saying that Warney passed away from a heart attack. I honestly could not believe it. I troubled sleep Saturday. Um and I, I couldn't actually go on Facebook for the day. Like every time I went on Facebook it was a do with Ward. It's taken me till today to watch uh Sam Newman and Ricky Pontin's uh, interviews because it's just too emotionally, you know, Depressing because yeah. like so I, don't, keep I get thinking and saying boys, that. I get for mo- I get for most of Australia. Like you know, he's an icon. He's what he's worn. I'm not gonna take that away from people, but I grew up bowling leg spin. I I, I remember I did, the days
2: I, back at primary school us too. You used to remember yeah. you chucking them leggies down.
0: Yeah, and like I, I did work with Terry Jenner, who was once uh mentor, and then obviously I was shocked when he passed away as a you know a younger kid. I couldn't just believe that like a part of my childhood is gone. Yeah, that's so the big one. But the most real thing is, is that, like Paul said in the vlog, it was like I'll, I always used to make sure I was tuning in on Fox Sports to listen to Warren Talk when Nathan Ironbowled. Same way I would usually, I made sure as a kid to make sure I was listening to Richie Benoit when Warren bold. And now I just realise that 52 is not going to get that. And then there's the other side for me that's really, really sad. And I will, you know, Warren played the APT Poker Tournament in Brisbane two months ago with his son Jackson and a lot of the guys in the poker chat that i'm with in jackson is a part of that community and you know they were there having fun sending messages of them playing like fun little tournaments and Warren ran deep and made a final table a plo event and it was so full of life and just to know that jackson Warren's never gonna be able to do that with his dad who's only 52 years like i know like a more human level was like really just weird and sad you know,
1: yeah, it was Rob, just a
0: losing shock. Is hard enough and then the lose worn the day after is not particularly great either. So it was it I wasn't a great weekend for Australian sport at least.
2: I think why AP, We loved Warren so much, he was just so relatable. Like yeah, yeah he just loved a beer, loved to smoke, not that any of us smoke, but loved a punt. He was just the boys he like, boy. He was a lad, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: And it, be fair, he was getting quite fit, which was quite the shock, but it's now come out that apparently he was having yeah. some heart-related issues, and it's just been confirmed about half an hour ago he did die of natural causes, looking like it was a heart attack. Um, they will do a full press conference of that a little later after our pod is done. But
1: Yeah, I heard that cool. last night as well, that he'd already consulted a few physicians regarding some chest pains and some other issues regarding his heart so that was probably harder to, to take because we were sort of just like we were dumbfounded on the way to cricket on Saturday morning like what the hell could have happened like obviously well, told, you go yeah
0: well, I told you that I, you know it's Thailand he probably had a really bad batch or something or he was you know he was being warning and something went wrong yeah uh, but it seemed like more than the last couple of years and especially the last years really put in the conversation to make sure, look, I'm going to be here for my kids long-term and I want to be around for a long while. Yeah. Um, and there was even talking, taking the England job and then just, yeah.
1: Yeah. Just- and then oh. is it almost not fitting, but they, when his manager found him, because he obviously hadn't arrived for dinner, that the cricket was on. So he was watching Australia, Pakistan, you know what I mean? Like just, he could not, not be involved with Korea Australia, which, you know, in a bad time might be a nice touch in a way. Um, because, um, you know, that was the last thing you would have seen would have been the boys, you know, trying to get a result in Pakistan. But anyway, we'll leave it at that um, because we do have a lot as well to go on with um, Premier League wise. But, you know, I think he's going to be someone that he's going to be spoken about for, for generations to come. And we're lucky we're living in an age where, we've got, you know, video evidence. You know, you can use YouTube or we can look at different videos and different archives and at least to appreciate, you know, him. uh, You know, it's almost... I went and watched the first half of the doco again uh, called Shane on... For us, it's on Twitch Prime. uh, Amazon Prime, sorry. Um, Just to, you know, go through that again. I only watched it two weeks ago, but, you know, to be able to relive some of those moments um, was great. So let's go and... Recap a big moment that's almost felt like an eternity ago because our last podcast was last Sunday and it's now the next Monday. So straight after we recorded that podcast, we had the Carabao Cup final. So Dom, I know you probably don't want to talk about this one too much, but
2: uh, don't pretty care. I think there's
1: a few good talking. It's one of those finals where it, when you win it, it's fantastic because it can set you up for the rest of the season. It's a trophy in the trophy cabinet, but it's not one where – yeah, you know, Liverpool have been there in the past as well. Well, when you get knocked it's out of the it. It's not FA Cup. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not, more of
2: like a... Uh, it's a bonus. Not to, a, I don't want to call it a... Yeah, bonus.
1: It's a bonus if you win it and it's a hindrance if you go that far and have invested time rather than effort into winning it. That's how I look at it. Um, but at the end of the day, for a, for a club like us, though, that's been starved of domestic cups, I think it means a bit more to Liverpool fans because it's been 10 years between domestic drinks. Has it been
2: that long? 10 years. Yep.
1: And the last one we won was Carrier Cup penalties against Cardiff. So I was still in school. So that that shows how long yeah. it's been since we've won I a dem- domestic cup. cup a we've Canada made about four finals, four finals. It. Four finals, maybe.
0: Yeah. Uh, Andy Carroll. Well, Andy Carroll. And then the oh, three yeah. now with uh, Klopp. FA Cup. Yeah. yeah. And, and then and three then finals to with Klopp. We lose the Cavalry Cup to City.
1: City? Yeah. Yes. That was his uh, third final, sorry.
0: Community Shield, if that counts. We did lose one to City, didn't we, the year after we won the league? We
1: lost to Arsenal. Was it Arsenal? Yeah, we lost to Arsenal because they won the yep. FA Cup that year.
0: That's right. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, yep. that's correct. Uh, that's three. I can't remember. And then why. this is
1: the fourth one.
0: Okay, so that's fine. We lost three proprietors. I, yeah. I was not aware of that
2: stat.
1: Yeah, and we lost to Villa in a semi-final with the FA Cup as well at Wembley. We went yes. to Benteke the year before he signed for us. That's correct. Him and That's Delft.
2: right. I remember he absolutely mopped you that game. I probably we watched it together, Paul. Yeah, I think we did.
1: He gave you a bath, yeah. It, it, was a game,
0: it was a game that signed Benteco
1: for us. Pretty much. So for me, that's where this probably sits a bit more in our minds compared to, you know, I don't want to brand Chelsea fans as anything, but you've had a lot more domestic success uh, in that 10-year period. So you've seen these trophies come and go um, at will almost. So, you know, for us, it probably means that a little bit more. Uh, the performance, I, I thought the game from a neutral, you, you would have loved to have watched it as a neutral supporter because there was chances end-to-end. End, there's var, There's offside goals. There's a bit of everything. And some great saves. Mendy, you know, I, I don't think we created heaps, but when we did, Mendy was up to the challenge. Um, I really loved that uh, Kelleher was still given that start in the final and that Klopp is more than just a tactician. Like when we talk about managers, like that, you know, to have the balls to tell Allison, sorry, mate, but he's played every game in this tournament, talks to me about where the club's at with regards to who's there and the mentality that this side has that they've got the confidence that this kid's going to, you know, and obviously he's played Champions League football and he's stepped in in big moments before he's played against Chelsea actually at the bridge because Allison had COVID. But it shows that this team's in a spot where it's next man up mentality. And the only team that I see that happen with on a regular basis is City. So for me, it's nice that we can put guys in, you know, and trust that they'll get a job done. Penalties are penalties. Like regardless, I feel sorry for Kepper because it's not his fault that he gets subbed on. Obviously, that's a plan, but you can't. Obviously, he's brought on to save penalties, but that's still a hard thing to do. Like regardless of how good your record is it's still not easy to do and you're not expecting he- like if you're getting down to goalkeepers scoring penalties, you just take it with a grain of salt and just go, oh, well, whatever. It wasn't our day because, you know, end of the day, Kelleher didn't save one anyway as well. So no keeper actually made a save in the shootout. So I wouldn't be too hard on him. And I think he's copped a lot of criticism. Um, the only thing you could say is maybe Tuchel shouldn't put him in that position because of the past that he's had. What do you guys think about that?
2: Oh, well, I think Keppa's won three penalty shootouts already this season, so he had to put him in. Yeah. It Regardless, it's sense. easy to say now after, oh, he should have left Mendy in, but Mendy's penalty record savings horrific. Yeah, but then four out of if
1: Kepper makes mistakes, a save and then yeah, everyone's applauding him again, that's the fine yeah. line, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So he did it twice this season, subbing Mendy out. Oh, was Super the other Cup game in yeah. another
1: match. Yeah, Super Cup definitely. It what, was it one of the Carabao Cup games or something? I
0: think it was. It was quarter-final, yeah. I think. Okay.
1: okay. I didn't know I'm trying that. trying to remember who they played. It definitely
2: the Super Cup against Villarreal. Oh, yeah, that
0: definitely happened. But, yeah, like...
1: If, what do you reckon, Damo, as a goalkeeper? Up. What are your uh, thoughts on it?
0: I think it's hard as a keeper to know that you're just going to come in for penalties, but then you could play devil's advocate and know that Kepa probably would have done a heap of work in trying to figure out where Liverpool's penalties were going to go, like Tim Krul did, for the Netherlands in like the 2010 World Cup, I think it was, when made this subbing in a keeper in extra yeah, maybe, time famous. Maybe 14. Maybe, maybe it, was that 14. Vintage. Um, it, was, it was one. It was one of those two. It was either 2010 or 2014 where Krul got subbed on for the Netherlands in a shooting before a shooting out in the World Cup knockout game. And yeah. then he had a understanding and apparently there were idea behind it was Krill just works on knowing where these penalties are going to go. He comes on to save the penalties. And I think it's a very hindsight thing to say they should not have done it, right? Because Kepa's probably, I can't remember who took the penalty, but he got a big chunk of it diving to his left with his right hand. Canate. Canate's Canate is the one no. before
1: Chalaba. yeah.
0: And I that was the one. Cool, I'm was critical cool of him. Nine times out of ten, I expect Kepa to save that. It's one of those things you look back at. And that's the
1: moment where I think football fakes as Liverpool wins the
0: shoot I, I, right I, I think he just I went. makes that save. And I think he's went early
1: though. Like the one thing I couldn't understand. Sorry to cut you off, but yeah, go ahead. was his movement along the line like it just I don't know. It felt like he was trying too much to get inside of the Liverpool players' heads, which then got in his head. If that makes sense. Like the Verge one. Like why are you like just i did i don't understand it. like he gave him the whole other side of the goal virgil calls the bluff and he still beats him into the side netting like it just oh exactly it's a fantastic penalty but it's like why because that all it does for me is it opens the scrutiny because he's doing more you know what i mean like it just i don't know he's obviously got his way he's obviously got his technique and what he thinks works and yeah. it's worked. So I'm not going to question it.
0: Hindsight is, is that if he does that, he verticals his bluff, but Kepper actually saves that. It's like, oh, my God, what a next level play. Kepper plays 40. Big, yes. There's a
2: big, big out of what ifs.
0: Yeah, um, but my question to you, Don, because you've probably watched more Chelsea shootouts than what we have. Does Kepham always move like that in a shootout? Yeah, he's he, always, up I, okay. I, I, always up and down. I see him always go up and down. But I don't see him try and double bluff as much. I just feel like he fought about it a touch more from being a bit more critical, which isn't a bad thing for a keeper. Like, I sit there and I overthink exactly where I'm going to go and at the end of the day then I just make a decision. But um, I feel like that's
1: not the time to play with that kind of stuff, though, as well. That's in my opinion you talking about a cup final penalty shootout like is it the time to be here doing that I where just, just stay very, big stay difficult. stay long yeah. maybe if that shows the sign of respect that he has that he's seen the penalties and gone i need to, i physically need to do something to make them doubt themselves otherwise they're just going to stick it in the side netting every time
0: i don't think he moved too much for Kanates. there was a couple others he got close to he i think canata
1: canata's run up apparently I, I could have I told you
0: where he was going. It was like when... um. Yeah, but he started uh, slow it, and then
1: just was, sprinted out of nowhere. And as a keeper, you know, I've done it at Futsal. Yeah. You see someone running at you you, you, you rush. You know what I mean? Like he's, yeah. I feel like that penalty was rushed and he got there too quick. And then it was like he yeah. crammed himself up, which sort of forced him to parry it into the goal rather than have a big yeah. strong hand to it.
0: I agree with that. But it that. wasn't a good like, penalty
1: either. I'm not saying it was no, a good penalty. I think,
0: I think that's the thing, though. Kep is probably going thinking it's going to be a decent pen as well. Maybe. And, like, if it was a good penalty, Keppa saves it.
1: So Yeah, because he gets that full read.
0: Yeah, the fact that it's a bad penalty saves Canate. It's one of those things, fake in football. I'm not going to sit here and say Keppa coming on was the reason we won that cover cup final. It's not. And Keppa coming on makes me more worried going into the shootout because he's a much better penalty stopper than Mendy. So when you get Red Knapp saying after the game, uh,
1: yeah, um, I didn't
0: like that. Anyway, uh, you know, you know, of the best keepers in the world. you got to keep... But no, mate, you just, no, you play,
2: you you play the, numbers the numbers game. It's a different exactly. skill.
0: I, if I'm if I'm Tuchel and I know that I have a much better penalty take, penalty shot stopper on the bench, I'm bringing him on. Look, 100%. Obviously,
2: Tuchel, Tuchel knows more than Red Knapp at the end yeah, of the game. Yeah, 100%. So. <laughs> you know, is one of
0: the best players in the world. And Red Knapp <laughs> is quite a good player. He's a bit of a spud sort
3: of...
1: Pundit, pundit, yeah, it's yeah. just like as a pundit. He's just trying to make um, a headline there. Clickbait. Yeah, yeah.
2: I, I just think he was just the horses for courses him saying. YouTube like, if plot was in the same position, he'd do the exact same thing. Every, Every manager does. There yeah.
0: was a big discrepancy, which Kelleher has had a couple of shootouts in the past. And Kelleher did get close to a few of the early shootout penalties that Chelsea had. Just, look, I thought the first the top the top five for each side that took a penalty was superb.
2: Yes, exactly. Yeah. And after
0: that, there's a couple of penalties. I think Timo Werner, Keller gets fingers too you know, on a different day, maybe saves. Um, and obviously the Canate one for, for Kepa. Um, but you look at that shootout and it's not one of those shootouts where you think all oh, the keepers, you know, keepers should do better here. Nah. It's a lot of good pens. A lot of good pens like, I, I think it was Naby stepped up and apparently wasn't in the 9% fit and part of the top bins is like the seventh penalty taker. And yeah. like, even Keller's penalty was... <laughs> like he's done that hard,
1: hard he probably used to be a striker, I didn't know that. Yeah, hey, he was Kelleher came hard. to Liverpool as a striker. Like no, he didn't. Or yeah, no, he maybe gave, he didn't come he to did, Liverpool. Then maybe then he didn't did come to Liverpool. Session. May have at his like juniors played striker, then gone keeper and then got picked up or something Apparently,
0: He's about like 15, 14, and then for whatever reason did a keeper session and like well there's something here, and then he became a keeper.
1: Checking the tallest guy in goals. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> pretty much. That's how it goes, mate. Yeah. But that's how Vanderside was found.
1: So, anyway, so from the Carrier Cup, I think, you know, again, penalties. Lottery. F- flip of just, a coin. just to say, through a nil-nil, what a game. Oh, and best game I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Day, that should have been
0: 3 but... I still
1: regardless. need to watch it in its entirety, I think, just to get that full appreciation. I've only seen the highlights and like those mini-match sort of events yeah. of it, so I need yeah. to actually sit down and, and go oh, through absolutely. it. It's good. Whilst we're on Liverpool, I don't want to... Th- spend too much time on this game against West Ham. One nil, Mane does the job, you know. My boy, love him. Um Trent, sixteen assists from freaking fullback man. he's not another planet at this stage. Um if anyone not, anyone questions his quality then they don't know what football is. Um the only people who are the old schools the defense. Yeah, Gary Neville's, Gary <laughs> Neville's <'cause defense.
0: laughs> Apparently yeah. can't defend, yet goal-saving goal, goal
2: saving clearance. Like, nah, you give me any full-backs won. in That's the
1: league, the, I'm taking Reese James or Trent all day long because of what they give me going the other way. I'll make a That's simple mid-to-sit there.
2: He'll probably rate one bissaka
1: over everyone because he can defend. <laughs> Cause he goes, no, but he, like, for that, I, I don't want to rave on this too much, but one bissaka I actually think he's a shit defender, but he's quick and he gets himself into the, like He, he doesn't win the ball back by being in the right spot in the first place. You know what I mean? Like, all his challenges are him chasing back and doing that stupid yeah, spider tackle Yeah, and making ground he up. He actually
0: gets beat, but his pace is so quick he He was a
2: winger. He was a failed winger. Yeah, failed yeah.
0: winger. Anyway. I'd like the old school saying, if you're a fullback back in the day, you're a failed centre-back or a failed winger.
1: Yeah. The big probably talking point out of the uh, Liverpool game, actually was Trent, his goal line clearance was freaking Im- Im- important in that result, yeah. but... For West Ham, more so, it was Jared Bowen going down. And I just think we spoke about this last week, <laughs> didn't we, Damo, about West Ham and, and the run in for the top four. And I just think the amount of games that they've had to play with a thin squad, they're just going to start falling apart. And I agree. we're starting to see that now. Antonio's not having the same impact. Bowen's now gone down. For now, no one's really talking about him. Lanzini sort of hasn't been at the level that everyone's expected.
2: Yeah,
1: but I just haven't seen it at. So he's playing well, but he's not kicked on. He, like, I don't feel like he's pushing four nows. Like Ben Rama's dropped off the face of the earth as well. He started the season like house on fire um, and he's dropped yeah. away.
0: I think the issue for West Ham is their depth. Like they have a lot of kids on the bench and they don't have the depth. I think they've got a very good base. They need to go out there and get a little bit yeah, more
1: depth. Yeah, they're not ready yet, which is fair enough. Yeah, well, like It's, it's going to happen. And the
0: fact that Moyes has even got a fifth with, what, a handful of games to go. With is- 10 to go. Yeah, it's superb for him. So oh, this is the first uh, year
1: our depth has been good. You know what I mean, yeah, and Klopp's exactly. been around for it so long. It
0: takes times to build it. It takes time to build it. What I will say about this game is that Liverpool could have been three or four nil up if Salah had a better day as well. So it wasn't one nil that I always felt comfortable with until, and you know, West Ham had an opportunity, and then it was like, oh, can we just put it to bed? It was one of those days. It was an old school Liverpool day where back in the day we would have found a way to draw or lose that game, and under Klopp and especially of late and just see it out
1: of a win yeah I think it just shows where we are defensively at the moment and how much a difference Virgil makes to our team because last yeah. year that's a game we lose at home to be honest like when we had that run of five I think so too without the
3: crowd
0: without the crowd either it's it's it's
1: it yeah. both in and we lose that game of football yep alright we'll move on from Liverpool because I feel like we've spoken enough about us already uh, the reason why we're recording on the Monday is because there was a big, big game that happened overnight here in Australia. and That's right. It What's involved – It was not Watford Arsenal. Although, quickly, because we're not, we weren't going to talk about this game, I must say the okay. goals in that game were fantastic.
0: Oh, my God. They were unreal. The finishes, I think in March- Martinelli's finish
2: was, like, insane. Oh. They actually scored two great team goals, and then that scissor kick. I don't know if it was Kucho who it was.
1: Yeah. Um Yeah, yeah. it was him there. That, come Kucho on and and do. that was unreal. To go one all as well. Um But the, the okay. Martinelli goal reminded me a lot of, you know those free kicks Wayne Rooney used to do where someone used to, like, lay it up for him, then he'd just smack it, like the curlers? Yeah. I just had, flat, like, as soon as I saw that curling, I just had flashbacks <laughs> of those Wayne Rooney free kicks from, like, 2011. What
0: is the hardest Always the hardest to say because it's always moving away from the keeper too. It's just like your tradition was to go to the other corner and bend it back into the goal. Yeah. Like he's bent it away from Foster into the top bin. It's such a nice finish.
1: Yeah. So that was nice to wake up to. But Derby, I didn't look at the full score. I literally like tried to close my eyes and like scroll up through the feed so it didn't ruin it for me um, this morning. But just Man City being Man City and it's frustrating. It's- you mean United? I looked at the score first, and then I went from the score and I looked at the starting eleven. And when I saw Pogba and Bruno starting up front, I was like, "What the hell? What am I watching? Like, what am I looking at? Like it's just." Apparently, apparently apparently was was fit. Pardon. Is refusing to play. Yeah, Ronaldo and Cavani apparently both refused to play.
2: What Ronaldo?
1: Oh, beca- uh, because uh, they were going to play uh, for triple wasn't two. Fit. Nah, they said it wasn't that it was unfit. It's because he was going to go back and play these four triple twos. So he said, "I'm not playing in it." Apparently, that's what I've heard. So he kind of left here. And then like Rashford's on the bench. So it's like, like
2: Cavani refused to play because of wages.
1: He was oh. 250k a week. As in what for his new contract? He wants to because
2: he obviously was only one. His expires the end of the year. Yeah, but I thought he was apparently leaving he
1: anyway. To, no, apparently well, he wants to, stay wants to stay. 250k a week. Nah. Yeah, apparently. I'm not getting. Uh, that's right, not get out of there? He's stupid.
0: They're going to release him. That's
2: fine.
1: I'd take him. Maybe not for 250, oh, but... Bench.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. Would you take him for 250k a week?
1: No, but if he'd come to Liverpool, you'd say, mate, shut up. Look at the team we've got. Come for 125, and you'll win a Champions League or a Premier League, and you'll help us out. I think he... You know, we were talking about teams and having second options, especially us, Damo. We are talking about us having yeah. a second option. Imagine him as your second option, because he, for a guy in his mid-30s, he chases every bloody ball down. He runs hard. He's a great finisher. He gets in That's the why box. he
2: works for triple two.
1: Yeah, but he'd work for us too, man. Because he'd stretch defenses like, like in a different way. I wouldn't take him. I wouldn't take him for the money, but the the player, like you take the financials away, but that mold of player is what we need. He's direct. He doesn't need the ball at his feet either. But anyway, I think we're getting off track. But I must say, someone who I've criticised a lot this um. Uh, this season, Jaden Sancho, great finish That's on his terrible. goal. That was a great finish. And he did, you could read it though. As soon as I was watching the highlights, I could see like you knew he was going to cut. I don't understand how players force him on his left foot. I don't get why it's players in the national team uh, exactly. It's just like how many times have we said, like watching Robin growing up, Dom? How many times? Oh, yeah. We were like, just you know where he's right. going. Just give him his right foot. Like, just take the left. I just don't get how – I know things happen quick in games, but there's players that you go, oh, if you beat me on your left foot and want to stick it in the far corner, I'll clap because good on you. But I'm not going to let you cut inside on your right foot and bend it into the far corner because that as a coach would infuriate me. And the good thing with City oh, is yeah. that they've got the mentality of – Oh well, you've scored one. We'll go score another three. Yeah, but anyway, what were your done? We'll start with you. You know, what were your key takeaways out of that derby? Ah, uh, Harry Maguire is up there, uh, <laughs> up down there. I'll just say down there as the
2: worst centre back in the league. I'll take any centre back over him. Tarkovsky, who's just in the zone? I'm gonna look at the relegation zone and go centre back. They are shambles you, defensively. I am with
0: you. I think Harry Maguire is the main reason. Give me, yeah. Give me Burnley's
2: Cinevacs.
0: 100%. They can actually defend.
2: Who's Watford's got?
0: Who's Watford's got? Uh, I'm just going to say right now. If United didn't have... They McGuire got a truce
1: to Cinevac, Kong on and someone King's else. I'll take it king of Kong. True yeah, to Kong? I'd, yeah, yeah. I'll
0: take him over Maguire any day.
1: I kind of feel for Maguire, though, because he had the, the best system at Leicester that was just working that that hit him. I reckon if you could play a three... And stick him yeah. in the middle of a three, he's you'd get the best out the of him. Of That's what I'm saying. You'd get the best out of him the, in the middle of a three because. I disagree. Well, you're at, why? Why? Because he's not playing way on a two because he just gets left by himself.
0: I think he's not technically good enough as a footballer with his feet that he cannot play in a three at the back because he cannot kick the ball well enough. I actually think Harry Maguire, for what I've seen this season, the last couple of seasons, he can't run though uh, either. Wicked. I reckon he would struggle in the championship. And I actually think Harry Maguire at Leicester was only the reason why they think he was really good is because he was English in a side that won the Premier League out of nowhere. He wasn't in that team.
1: He wasn't in that team. Uh,
0: He he was at
2: Hull. He was at Hull Hull with Robo. He was getting relegated relegated with Hull.
0: Oh, even better. I just don't understand how everyone, anyone in the world thought Harry Maguire was good. I I look at him and I go, mate, I actually think if he came and played State League One in Adelaide, you would get (laughs) licked. A lot of the strikers here. For me, for me, it's his game sense and his awareness of what is going on. Like, look at the—it's the goal. Uh, where to I think he to gets put into—he
1: gets put into some shit situations though. Like, he doesn't. It's not not all the time. I say this all the time, but there are a lot of times where they give him the ball because there's nothing else. Because I don't rate Varane anyway either, and he then gets swarmed, and then there's no movement because the midfield's stupid as well. And he just gets caught on the ball because there's nothing else to play to. So I think there's a bit yes. of that because that Leicester, he he was literally being said as one of the best ball-playing centre-backs in the world at the time. I think ball
2: of his feet, he's just as good as anyone.
1: Yeah, I agree. No, I,
0: I, don't, I don't think
2: so.
1: I you haven't seen it at United, but at, that you can't – no. you, you cannot – Even for England. Yeah. In a three. In, in a three, that's it. You've got the body of evidence that no one talks about him. Everyone a, talks about him as a god for England because he's got this – he has to play in the middle of a three. And I think he's he'd, he'd be fantastic. Him he's quick, he can,
2: and then Stones, who's not, who's pretty good defensively. Yeah,
1: I agree. How I, can he, he make
2: a How did he make a Euro final and a World Cup semi final with him,
1: in, a, in, a, him, know him know in the him in the middle he of the has defense?
0: Players around him that carry him. Exactly. He no, he doesn't carry.
2: Yeah, him. He, he's got a four times Champions League winner.
0: And
3: United next to
0: him. <laughs> he's, he has to be 10 unruly footballers. And one it doesn't. carrying the rest of the 10 unruly footballers. For me, I don't even think he would even get into it. Sorry, but you don't need a team of know. 11 to be. Good. He hasn't That's got true. a he good, good centre more. back. Think, he's not got a good just, centre back, a
1: right back, or two midfielders in front of him that aren't helping him either. United.
0: I, I get that. You can't blame goal me all on one player. See, it's just like Harry Maguire. Why have you not stepped up? Like the goal they can see. Oh, the no, it's not just on him. The ball comes across the box. His immediate reaction is to go trap the runner. Where if he takes two steps to his left, he probably roofs it clear. You know, there's a lot of times when you look at Maguire, and he lets one bounce, and you go, What are you doing? There's a lot and of times, times where Luke Shaw keeps everyone on side two, side though, two.
1: Damo. You can't dispute it all on one player. There's a lot of times where Luke Shaw is keeping people on side two. I get, that, but I'll
0: get but it, is- but If you're the mayor that's wearing the arm there, you're meant to be really. leading a world class football club. But they're not a world class football club. You've got to do a better job. For me, I honestly think United would be a lot better to sell him for 20 mil in the window and get rid of him.
1: Oh, I'm not saying he's worth 80 mil. No way.
0: I wouldn't say he's worth 80 mil. I wouldn't even pay 20 mil for him. They could offer me Harry Maguire on a free, and I'd be like. But it's the same as Jack Grealish
1: being worth 100. Like, it's whatever the. You're talking about a window after Virgil's gone for 70 and had the season of his life. Of course, Leicester's going to ask 80. And
0: I, I, I think that's great business from Leicester. It's just the fact that I don't know how people thought Harry Maguire was worth that sort of money. I understand it's not that he's that, worth it. It's, know, it's, that's what you got to pay.
1: Think, it's not what he's worth. It's, it's, that's I what the market was doing. I don't even
0: think he's a Premier League quality footballer. What, are you saying Kepa's
1: worth 80 mil too?
0: No, Kepa's it's
2: not worth 80 So that's mil, what I'm saying. You know, You're right only now.
1: worth what someone's willing to pay because United yeah. were desperate for a centre-back. Kepa,
2: Chelsea were desperate for a keeper because Courtois ditched us a week of the season. Yeah. And I, who I, I get, knew
3: that.
0: I
1: get Lesley that. Leicester
2: knew that Man United were desperate for a centre like back English. And they,
0: yeah. And they charged There you them. go. It's it good business from Leicester. Yeah. It's, and it's and not the, whether he's the, valuable. All it's all man United needed like, it. All I'm trying to argue is I don't even think Maguire is good enough to even play in the Premier League, from what I've seen.
1: Nah, there, there's situations where he'd be an asset to teams because there's how many players go to big clubs, it doesn't work, and then they resurface again. Like, look at Wilf Zaha. Like, you know, okay, you can't dispute he, the quality of Wilfred Zahar because he had a couple of shit years at United and didn't get the team. I'm well oh, aware okay. that Maguire's different and he's got the armband, but you can't blame that on him because the I whole club crazy. is rotten to the he core. Would be,
0: he would be a good player for a club struggling to start up in the press. He might be the No, that sort of guy he is a, a European t- pushing team. Up, but I don't think he's good enough to be. If I'm
1: Leicester, I'm getting him back. I'm getting him back if I'm Brendan Rodgers and playing a three with Fafana and Soilenchu. That would be oh, fantastic. Oh, oh. I'm, I'm getting him in the back. With Ndidi like sitting Dindam. in front. That Dindam would be Dindam unreal. And, oh, and then Justin and um, Castagne, whatever his name is, at fullback. Ricardo. Ricardo Pereira, Pereira, with Schmeichel in goal. That is unreal. And they're a team that don't have a centre-back. <laughs> like, they're using friggin' Vestergaard? You know what I mean? That's by Westergaard, like, for, de- deadline day. He would be yeah. mental in that Leicester team again. I think that'd be that'd the best thing for him. 15-20 <laughs> That's a steal. Sixty million profit in four years. Get your get your player back <laughs> with Chu and and Fofana um, when he's back. Fafana. They bought with the money. That is unbelievable.
0: If that happens, that would be good business for us. One hundred percent. That's going to happen. I don't think United have the balls. If, if well. I'm him,
1: I'd piss off from United too. Because like, what's the point being there? Useless. Like, they have, just a shit club. Fan, yeah, exactly. Like he walks in every day as a meme at the moment, and I feel he sorry does. for him. I actually feel sorry for him because he. He is clearly out of his depth, and I feel sorry for him. I don't think the I system agree. suits him, but he doesn't deserve the shit he gets because then he goes to England, and he's lauded as a, a gun centre-back and then goes back to United and gets treated like shit.
0: Look, I agree. I feel sorry for the bloke, and don't get me wrong. Maybe I'm being slightly harsh about things. About overly. But from what I've seen at United, and I wasn't overly convinced he was worth the money at Leicester, and Leicester took advantage of United, granted. I didn't even think he was good enough to even play for a top six club when I was at Leicester, right? I, I thought, thought was that was his level, him though. Other people around him. I
1: thought um, that was his level, pushing for Champions League, to be fair.
0: I, I think I think he would do a job at Leicester right now because Leicester are struggling so much defensively. I'll give you that. But for me, Leicester aren't a team that next year is going to be fighting for top four unless they get in some big recruitments. And I think not far. Brendan Rodgers taking Maguire back would not get him into the top four. For me, I honestly think I feel sorry for Maguire because I do think... What he does for England is okay. But even then, I think England's team could be better with him not playing either. That's just my view. Who else are you going to put in there then? That's a question for Southgate. And if Southgate's comfortable with Maguire... He's made made two finals
1: with him in two years. Why would you uh, change it? Like, it's clearly... If you've got a weak link, teams at that level are going to exploit it. And the fact that they don't concede that many goals... Tells you something. Without it's true. They've got Declan Rice, who's not a sit in front screening type defensive midfielder. They've got Calvin Phillips who's now. not, and they've got Jordan Henderson who's not. So you're talking the midfielders aren't giving the protection. The fullbacks go big when you're talking what Chilwell and whoever he decides to play on the right. James Trent. Between- well now
2: does it drop Alexander Arnold there? I wouldn't be surprised if we see an England team with Alexander Arnold in the midfield. I Maybe. Wouldn't either, but no, and he's going to. James as the right back.
0: Yeah, I think that would happen in the future for England as well. I just look back to Maguire, back to United. Disappointing to wake up and just know that they have not put in a shift and that they really just up three one gave it away.
1: They were never going to put a shift in. Like they're just not there. They they're struggling against. to draw with freaking Burnley and Watfords. You know, I, I was hopeful. I was, hopeful. Beliefs, but I was yeah. hopeful, but this United is not the United. They, they are. So far away Nah Oh Yes
3: yeah.
2: no, Not the worst team outside. on
1: paper But the worst Performing on the pitch Yeah. The teams that, the that won leagues away. With Fergie Are worse than this team But they're not getting Anything out of this team, team. With and, and Anderson And Fabio McCated, used to come off the bench
0: And score in the 90th minute man
1: Jisung yeah. Park And Michael oh, Cary
0: He's a boy. legend I'm
1: legend not saying boy. they were bad But I'm talking You got Park on the right Or you got Jadon Sancho
0: Park. Take Park every day.
1: Take Park because of the system. system
0: player. System player. Well, Park for me, I was like a guy that could run around, man, Mark, give a specific role. He would do that. Yeah, so that's off. system. He would hunt the ball. He would work his socks off. He play him in the middle of the park. That's out, called a right system around. player. Jalen Sancho for me someone that worries more about his hair and how he looks at the football part of play.
1: Yeah, him. but when you're talking pure ability, who are you taking?
0: Uh, Jason Park. No, you're Great not. first touch. Great at being able to beat a man. Could run through the middle of the park. Could track back <laughs> through the ball.
1: Uh, you're not taking... I said technic- technically.
0: Technically, Park still wins. No,
1: he's not. Right and and into, I have... Right I've, I've watched Jason Park. I've,
0: wa- I've watched plenty of Park. You're not too. taking it's that...
1: Dor- you're not taking Dortmund version of Jadon Sancho over Jason... Oh, sorry, you're not taking Jason Park over that Dortmund version of Jadon Sancho. I am. I am
0: taking Jason well, Park we, over Sancho. You're State not winning anything. Dorland. I'm no. winning plenty. He He is arguably... From the, from 2000 to 2022 that we're in now, Jason for making United's best
1: 11. No, he cannot.
0: I reckon he would.
1: He's a squad player that does a job when you need him to.
0: I think he's the sort of guy, like a big, big game player. If you put him in the system to do a role. He does yeah, so he just, he just answered the question. Player. He's a system That's a player. player. That's he's not he's a match winner. To as a manager, oh. team, Sancho. So how do you and get into that
1: situation player? then? If he's um, a situation player, how do you get into the situation? Because not everyone you're going to play you need to do a job on. So you're going to just carry this dude until you get up, get to a team that's good enough for him to come and man mark and waste a spot of your team.
0: Doesn't mean it doesn't mean he doesn't have the technical ability to be better than Jaden Sancho. What for me? What Ju Sung Park used to do on a football field was magical. You or know, run. he could track, understand, run, so he run, run a run. game off his own right two boots. He used to partner with skulls in the middle of the park, pick passes, like harry people. Jadon Sancho for me, his technical ability, yeah, maybe it's okay, but it's not particularly great. Scores one flashy goal, he's a god. No, he's, he scores one flashy goal, he's got technique. No, if he's had good technique, where's it been all year?
1: I yeah, I've been hammering him. all year. I think the guy's year.
0: a good footballer, Jaden Sancho, but you compare him to Joseph Park, who I think is an absolute baller and is one of the main reasons United have had that period of dominance because they had such a good squad, technically gifted footballers that understand the game of football. That is much better than Jaden Sancho.
1: You're taking a player in a system over a player that's struggling in that point. You're talking about a team awesome. that's got Vittich, Ferdinand, Neville, Van Dessau, Jason and you're, park, you're letting the, the team United success. Right no, you're not putting... So you're putting Jason Park in his team and he's doing a better job? Yes. No way.
0: I think he actually plays in the middle of park and makes him into park. Well, we're not
1: comparing him playing in the middle of the park. And well, that's different. that's the a different
0: park, debate. Like, wing. that's a different debate, but I think he's a better footballer than Jason Sancho and will be a better footballer than Jason Sancho ever will be. No, he's not. I think that's he too far. And I think there's a lot of, that is way too far. From 2003 to
1: like 2010, I would agree with that. It's way too
0: far. I want you tonight to do homework for
1: me. I am well you aware know. of, of Jason Park. YouTube I'm not watch watching Jason it.
0: Go watch your man Mark Kieler I and have. And
1: yeah, but that's sure. just a waste of a spot. Like, we, no we, a you spot. can't do that anymore. You cannot if, do that in this game anymore.
0: No, they wouldn't
1: because that's someone that's not contributing going the other way.
0: Going the other no way. he's not you watch those highlights he picks the ball up so many times that he plays the ball
1: no he doesn't he sits up his ass the whole game that's all he did <laughs> he sat oh, on Pirlo oh, the whole game oh, and oh, shadowed oh. him he literally shadowed him the whole game you cannot do that you cannot do that anymore yeah. Look, I'm
0: gonna say this and this is very controversial right and Paul you know how much I love this player Jordan Henderson you know I love him I no shut up don't even him. say it I did it Joseon Park is a better no, person not. than Jordan Henderson you're
1: dreaming you are dreaming not dreaming yes you are Come and on! That's
0: a big call. I'm a Liverpool fan. Come friend. on, but no. The thing is is, the thing is, is that now you're just trying to make a stupid point, point
1: at this point. That's not. So be stupid. quiet. It is. Yeah, that is. They're completely so he different.
2: This played this morning, and Mark de Bruyne are out of the game. That's,
1: that's what good. you're saying. You want. That's what you want. I,
0: reckon, I would rather over Jordan Sancho. I think he They are so different. Than Jordan you can't even Jordan well. Sancho.
1: You can't even compare it at that point because they're doing... Sancho is expected your, to be up at the fullback. Like, he's so different. Que,
0: no, your question to me, do you think he has a better technical ability? I suggest and I also think he has a better game sense. I'd I didn't say like
1: game sense. I said player. technical ability, which is what you do with the ball is all I'm it's saying. He's still
0: better than Jordan Sancho. No, Sanderson. it's not. Sanderson. And you can't
1: even say Sanderson. his name right. <laughs> it's Jaden. I don't
0: even <laughs> care. He could be called Tim Furuky. Okay, he's still shit. Him <laughs>
1: Sancho. <said, Joe.
2: laughs> I can't even say listen, he's going to be crying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tim exactly right, exactly. Sanchez Jason Park Send it in my inbox When you hear this
1: No Like it's just You can't like, The game's so different Like you can't, can't Carry someone like, anymore a Better
0: footballer Better footballer
1: We're, not, we're just going to have To agree to disagree But
0: Oh we will But oh. I, I rate Jason Park Highly I it's rated him too fair. But it's To be quite fair Jordan Henderson's better than him Because Henderson's great
1: But yeah <sighs> I can't believe you said that
0: I can't believe I said that either. I got really angry. I'm not
1: going to lie. Yeah, so that sums it up. You're going on emotion at this point. Anyway. I was by then because I was like, how
0: do you not? Life, it's more the fact that this is a guy that is literally a, a part of United's like core history under Ferguson. A guy that is like, if you go to United fans, you would...
1: Yeah, but Dom's put it perfectly. He's a system player though.
0: technically gifted and he understood the game he could go up and down he could do it all technically right? gifted to stretch anywhere right but you know you compare sancho and the reason why you go with it is because he's a flashy winger that might be able to beat a man and score a goal like he did on the weekend yeah, but, yeah well and great but if he can only produce that twice a season what's the point
1: of having yeah that? i'm not saying that he i'm not saying the Jaden sancho that we've seen now i'm using You're the sancho the of dortmund, dortmund uh, who was uh, unplayable in the have, champions league did he do it
0: against Bayern munich no maybe what do you we're mean sure. that's a farmer's league mate I I'm talking Champions
1: either. League I'm not talking Bundesliga him and Haaland in the Champions League were unplayable until they got against PSG and Dom you can bat me up on that too they were yeah. unplayable man that's that is another season, level man. that is another level to do it game after game after game big game after big game yes Park was unbelievable in big moments in big games for that United team and I'm not disputing Gosh. that much better football but X Factor man is just another planet and I know it hasn't worked and I you know how many oh. times have we sat here doing this podcast and I've ripped the crap out of Sancho because he hasn't been good I enough
0: I get that I get that you have definitely
1: but I he is that. someone I would, he take, say, eh? I would still take though I would still take him because he has X Factor and that's I think the that's next That's
0: what's wrong with United, though. That's the thing. Is they oh, have I agree. If you do X Factor, they're not. And to be fair, the guys that do X Factor are not good enough footballers to cut out at that level
1: anymore. Yeah, I agree. If you can put Park in that midfield with McTominay, it allows Sancho to do what he does.
0: I still think you should sell Sancho in the summer and, try and get another player in. He's sporting.
1: Yeah. What do you mean he's going to sell him? Yeah, he's not Anyway, He's paid 80 million for him. Where's no, he no, going? It's
0: not, not going
1: to happen. But Where's he going?
0: He, he was better off with Rashford starting than he was Sancho.
1: No, he's not. But. But Rashford, shit. How many times have we watched you die to top? Rashford just... Oh, he's gone back. I feel he needs to leave too, to be honest. He does, he does need to leave. I don't just to posted today that
2: he's, um, it's in the rumor mill.
1: Yeah, because he's, he's on the bench and Pogba and bloody Fernandes are up front. Oh, how would you feel if you're the only recognized striker in the squad and you're on the bench? Martial's gone. Granado's out of the gale. squad. Cavani's out of the squad. And you can't start Grinched in a derby.
2: That is mental. killing it for Sevilla.
1: Good for him. I'm actually happy for him because, I've, again, he's almost like Maguire, isn't he?
2: he Big money that didn't. And the fact that he
0: got away and done the job.
1: Yeah. They, this United team, honestly, from top to bottom. It's the
0: worst United side I've ever seen, mate.
1: It's not the worst side. It's the worst club. Like It's the, it's the worst a club's been in in my lifetime. You no, know what's it's sad? Just rotten, it's I top used to bottom.
0: look at United and be like, I can't wait for Liverpool to be that one day battle with them, and now feel that good this day, and I'm just like, United are worse than what we were under Roy Hodgson, and that's sad.
1: Yeah, this, the only problem is that the league positions aren't going to reflect that.
0: Yeah, I know because look, we we were in a much worse spot probably with the squad pound for pound, which yeah, massively twelve, but at least we knew what our problems were and we rectified them. United have yeah, been like for ages and been run that poorly that he just like...
1: You think Stuart Downing plays for Manchester United? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Charlie don, Adam.
0: Dom, what happens if I say yes right now? Could we all blow up again?
1: No, because Downing's just no, I'm not, shocking. Right. I, but I'm
0: obviously not. I'm obviously not saying you know. But you know that that you know, that, that, you know they, on one side, comes on the
1: other. I mean, so that, they were they're signing Sancho and we we're signing Stuart Downing. Yeah, that yeah, shows uh, the levels yeah, at the, it, the time. But it
0: shows the level. And like I think the more, most bit of annoyance what we'll is that we all expect United to be better.
1: 100. percent And the league's, an be, the league's thing. better. The league's better for United has, being better too. That's that's what I don't like, but it's true. The league yeah. is better for it's Man right United right. to be up and about, as it is with Arsenal Absolutely. to be up and about.
0: It's just true. I agree with that. And the one thing I will say, it does detac- this does deter, sorry, from Man City's excellent performance it was in the second half. But oh, how's Mahrez's volley? Oh, He's far
1: underrated. out, he man. Why, why is he still there?
2: You know, He's basketball. only
1: now playing regularly, man. He's been there for four that, years. I
2: was watching the highlights and it just clicked up. He's actually one of my favourite players outside of Chelsea. He's so good. He, he He's is so unbelievable.
0: Good. He is so good.
2: How, He's not just great to watch. How he doesn't start he could, every he
1: could, game.
0: He could, get, he could get into any front three in the world but cities, but Liverpool, really. Yeah. He'd walk into yeah. everywhere else.
1: I would honestly play 4-2-3-1 to fit him in the team. I think
2: he could for play us. as a 10? Yeah, for us. I could see that. And there's not many
1: players that. that I'd be willing to change our system for. But he's to one to put um, him as a 10 or yeah. to play like Salah up front and to move things around to get him on the right, Yeah, get, get Diaz that. or Jotter in the 10 and then Mane on the left. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd be willing to do that for him and no, pretty much he's, no one else.
0: He's that good though. That's the scary part about City's squad. It's a nice thing for Liverpool to finally have that sort of squad. Like When Diaz is coming off the bench or starting, you go, oh, my God, right?
1: You remember they didn't have Gabby Jesus as well. Yeah. You know, I know, like, but you
0: look at City's squad and it's just like...
1: Another planet, man. Absolute oh, yeah. another planet that the they're City's on.
0: City's B team finishes third in the league this season. They it's lose a the bad City's shout. first team and outs. That's it.
1: It's not a bad That's shout. It. Yeah, um, I
0: feel for Chelsea in that regard, because Chelsea are on the side, but just the problems around the carpool squad dynamics, et cetera, just means they probably finish fourth in that race.
1: Yeah. But yeah. City's just on another thing Anyway, another little magician. How's our boy yes. Coutinho, man? Far out. Um, I enjoy
0: watching him play football. It's nice Cut to see the him doing football. So, I did so see no him. <laughs> yeah, we all did. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, talked but, about that in the car, didn't
1: we? Yeah, it's on the way to cricket. Happened. Yeah. yeah. And I had my boy Ollie Watkins in the team too and he missed one. Like, Coutinho should have had another assist. I don't know if you guys you have seen have. it. I
2: should have. Coutinho
1: should that. have had another goal or two goals. Yeah, so. he missed a sitter too. He yeah, went to so the left-hand side of the goal.
2: Yeah. And he had a one-on-one.
1: Yeah, but the Ollie Watkins one too, he slides him Onto his right foot, and he go, and the keeper makes a good save actually with his foot. But he does, he does. you expect Oli Watkins to score that eight times out of ten, though. But Villa, oh, Villa's a team. I, don't say this because of Gerard, but I like if they're on at a good time. I try to watch Villa because the football they play is so good. Even and
2: before then, they were good to watch. Yeah, yeah. under
1: Dean Smith, they were Dean good Smith to watch. Was
2: good
0: manager, just they needed a change up because it just felt stale. But the football gerard has got them playing is an aggressive, attacking sort of football. They're
1: they're your wild card team next year.
0: It suits. And I'm glad Coutinho's come.
1: I hope he stays. Ascilla. I hope and he so stays. why? He hasn't played like this football. since he left.
0: He's enjoying football and he's got a manager that gives him that ability to go play football and that sort of system. And it's just the difference.
1: It's crazy that Stevie's his manager, eh? And they're only playing together, what, six years ago?
0: It was in the press conference. Stevie reckons the reason that he had to leave Liverpool and that was because Coutinho was that good. He said it in his press conference after the game. <laughs> so, you know... Uh, it's crazy to even hear a manager speak like that about a player he's managing. But yeah. what a day! Well, there's got to be a time where you know, well, maybe not. I'll try to think. baby players in Lampard's play with that like, could cross over to Everton. But I don't think there's many now. Nah, not in that Chelsea uh, team. Not in that Chelsea team. But there's got to be periods down world well, football down the track that we're going to get this situation as well where younger managers. Will it's play rare that they're getting
1: soccer. a chance at that, this level too. I don't. I don't remember. Yeah. Maybe because I maybe we were younger. Maybe I didn't appreciate it. But I think this is like the first period where lots of ex-pros have gone straight to the top division. What do you guys think about that? I feel like back in the day, it was all older, seasoned managers that were sort of bouncing around the Premier League. This This feels like the first time where lots of younger managers who were in and around the scene are getting a chance. And even in the championship, you know, you look at Wayne Rooney, um jt's been around a few dressing rooms now as well he was at uh, villa yeah I, I don't think he's still there anymore but yeah he left um you know he, they're getting it there's a place we grew up watching yeah watching it's cool i feel I like mean, the really, first one yeah. was like it was not it wasn't zola but i feel like when i was watching the premier league and when he was at west ham he was the Ooh. first one that i'll go i'd you know, I didn't watch Zola, but you could see there was a connection, like that he wasn't that old. Where yeah. all the other managers seemed like and like they were older, that were in the Premier League. Obviously, he had younger managers like Rafa and whatnot that had come into the league. But for the guys that had been in the Premier League, it they just felt like there was something there with Zola. Like it didn't seem like he was gone that long, if that makes sense. Like the mm. way people were talking about him. But I feel like now we're in a period where. You know, you've got Mikel, you've got Gerard Lampard, like even Sol Campbell's in the lower, you know, Viera, lower league. I yeah, Patrick Vieira. So I feel like, and he's a bit older as well, Vieira. I know, it
0: does, I know, it doesn't fit the build of like ex-footballer in the top flight, but Eddie Howe's quite young, and he's now back at Newcastle.
1: Yeah, I mean, Brendan was very um, young at Swansea.
0: Yeah, and he when he got his chance, he's probably one of those ones that's you know he was made back in the year. Yeah. not play much yeah, yeah. 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 when well, I mean yesterday I mean like 06 you think about the 06 was a young manager coming through
1: Wait, he was at Chelsea
2: yeah it didn't play barely was played it? no
0: Pep Guardiola was probably that one that was a bit yeah of his generation yeah. he came from Arsenal yeah,
1: yeah. and he was a B team coach yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. too yeah but um really you think back to it I'd struggle to think of a manager player that would have been a very rude close to... yeah
2: probably yeah, a bit before us.
1: Yeah. He's probably the one. So
0: did Sayloff jump into the management straight away? I
1: wouldn't have a clue. I've never really manage. seen him managing, to be honest.
0: I think he did it for a little bit and stopped, but I don't know if he was, like, ever, like, anywhere. high level. Like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but anyhow, I just think that is a really good question, actually. Yeah. And I think this is definitely a year where we've had a lot more managers of, like... I just think they're doing their badges whilst though.
1: they're playing more, though, too. So there's that, like urgency to get in earlier because they're retiring and then they go straight in? There's no like lag period between uh, stopping playing?
0: I think it's because the modern age are in, the footballers think more about what they're going to do after football, where back in the day it was just let's play football and see where the body's at at the end of the day and then we'll do whatever, right? Yeah. And I don't think as many footballers back in the day went and did something else in football. They kind of retired and was like, I'm happy to retire and not do much, where now it seems like the more, more modern day player – Get so acclimatized of being in the football world, they want to stay in the world after they retire. That's punditry. That's coaching. Um, you know, it's because of it, the money, um, mate. That's, that's why. Yeah, that's why. It's exactly right.
1: It's the money. They got to, got to earn a living somehow. <laughs> that's how I look I, at it. If you get, an option. I agree
0: to that to an extent as well. Maybe that's but not the only just motivation. Coaches and like one of the best of that bunch is Wayne Rooney for me. So in fact what he's doing at Derby is ridiculous. So, oh, yeah. did you see that
1: goal they scored this yes. weekend? Yes,
0: it's one of those ridiculous.
1: I, no, I haven't seen it.
0: Go check it out after the pod pool. Cool. Yeah. All right.
1: All right. Damon. I'm going to let you start driving the uh, the pod uh, Oh, that's pod a nice bus. little
0: pun pool. That's a very good pun. Yeah. The reason why it is is we go into some F1 talk and Haas has dropped all its Russian sponsors and Mazaspin. I like the fact they've done it. There is a part of me that has a slight issue with Mazaspin losing his drive, but first thing I want to say is open up to used to. Do you think that's a smart decision from Haas with everything going on and with Russia being dropped by
1: Formula One? That 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 has happened. I mean, that had to
0: happen. I agree with that. I agree with that. The only sad point. Who was I talking to this about?
1: Was I talking to you about this on Friday, Dom? Like, yeah, I know. I was talking to Sam, but it was at your place. Um, I think as a sponsor, that is such a great opportunity for someone who's got that kind of money to get that branding. And Sam was saying, like, it doesn't matter; it's a small team. In my head. to be on an F1 track, on an F1 car, it doesn't matter which freaking car you're on, the you're going to make Massive. your money back so quickly <laughs> because you're plastered everywhere, regardless of what and team you so are. And so
0: many races in modern F1 that you're on so many different countries and continents that it's ridiculous. Yeah.
1: So, and so it's one of those ones that has to happen because of the current I climate. agree. We didn't even um, speak about sad, Roman.
0: The sad part. Are we speak about,
1: about him? I don't remember. Did we speak about Roman last week? I don't remember.
0: I can't remember.
1: Nah, break it, I would have broken. I nah. don't think we
0: did. We should speak about it. It this week. And I'm going to just move massive spin into that sort of thing is that I feel like the Russian athletes and like big Russian profile people are being forced out of their like role or job because of what's happened. And I don't want it to become political or anything. I just, there's a part of me that doesn't sit right that there's people that haven't done anything wrong. And then because of what their government's doing is forcing them out of a, you know, a career or a... Or a job, so to say. Um, and I just don't want to say that we've got to sit here and paint everyone that's you know from a different part of the world, you know this and that or whatever. So I just want to put it out there that as much as I understand it, it probably had to happen, I do feel sorry for Massa Spin because I don't think he's done anything actually. Well, they well. can't control that. Yeah, and but that and they can't control what's going on. Um, I just understand why it has happened and you know the pressure it puts on and all that sort of stuff. But I do feel sorry for him in a way. I also think this is also a scapegoat for us to get rid of a pretty poor trial, But yeah.
1: I mean, it doesn't really matter who drives to Hassel at the moment. They're still going to finish bottom, so... Uh,
0: it's, yeah, that's true, too.
1: They've got Gunter. That's all that matters.
0: Oh, driver survive. That's on this week and cannot wait.
1: Yeah, that's going to be interesting. All right, what else are we going to before questions?
0: Uh, Well, actually, let's talk about you, Paul.
1: Uh-huh. What so, I, I had the
0: very good pleasure of actually watching this one live and, you know, there, and Paulie's watched... Uh, not too many games of my cricket, but, you know, Paulie knows about, you know, the season I'm having this year is not too bad in previous seasons. But Paulie doesn't speak more a lot about his uh his sporting abilities. And on the weekend, Paul, I had the privilege of watching your first ever 50, mate, in cricket. It was at a time where we needed it as well. Uh, I just want you to walk us through it. How did it feel, you know, amateur sport? Uh, you went out there and you finally did it the way you brought up 50 was quite iconic and quite <laughs> funny as well so yeah. Yeah, I want you to walk me through it a
1: um, few different contributing factors into this one so from the batting perspective I just went in there with a, a mentality of let's just see what I can do I got out there and we needed 150 odd I think to win still but batting um, 14 overs not even... in 13 I, I went out there with 13 overs left. Um, I'll tell you exactly. We did 120, sorry. 120 yeah. to win of 13 overs and we'll five down. Yeah. Earlier in the day, I've smashed my thumb going for a, a backyard classic catch uh, where, yeah, Damo probably saw more of it than I did because I just saw a blur <laughs> that just smashed into my thumb. But it's actually quite bruised today, which is two days after we played, which is quite surprising. He's-
0: He's not doing it justice. This guy's on 60-odd, seeing the ball like a beach ball. He's hit this ball harder than a John a free kick off his left peg after it's been laid off. And Paulie's a big unit, and he's got horizontal to the ground and has got hands to a ball. That would have been the flattest six in the history of cricket. <laughs> it was ridiculous that he even got hands to it. And the fact it nearly stuck was ridiculous too. Yeah. Um, sort of you're selling yourself over. short there in the film. Anyway, he's
1: hurt his bum. I've put and myself down beautiful. the order as well. So... Yeah. I put myself down one in the water because someone was really keen to get out there and I said, Oh, I don't know if I can how I'm gonna go here. So, gloves on, with five for ninety five. You were down the umpire's end when I first got out there. And I'm gonna explain what I was thinking in my head, and I wanna know what you were thinking. About my third ball, I thought I'm getting out here because I was pushing at everything and I was popping everything up because I was scared of how hard or how much my thumb was gonna hurt, and then I thought, nah, not gonna think about that anymore. Let's just drive one, and I've hit a straight drive off the mark. We're we're away, and it was actually a nice shot too. Actually, I don't hit them what very nice.
0: You want to know what I was thinking. Here we go. There's two things across my mind. How quickly do I have to call no ball if I think he's getting caught, <laughs> and how and how can I give this LBW not out when it hits him on the pad because it was not giving C first three balls. Yeah. And I don't usually, and I'm usually pretty fair. Um, I have not, I'm not long allowed to pay for our B side because I gave six LBWs in a game. Um, but if they're out, they're out, and I'm going to that We'll give them. Um, just teaches kids to make sure they use their back. Use your back, don't use your bat. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, poorly being a good mate of mine, I definitely would have found some sort of way to give the first one at least not out. Yeah. Um, and
1: let me reset. If I could. If
0: I could. Um, very hard to call a no ball that if the guy was well behind the line but you know I would have come up with something um, but yeah anyway, anyway the straight so mark was, was brutal and then after that it was just odd
1: got off the mark and then I think I was actually middling everything from there hitting the fence but hitting straight the fielders getting frustrated but the point where things turned was this spinner's giving me a couple freebies <laughs> down the leg side and I've pulled him for back to back fours and then from that moment it was how fast can I get to this win practically was what my mentality was because at that point there was 10 overs we needed about 100 to win and I've been in this situation. I haven't guided it to win but I've got us close to in different teams and then there was this poor part-time spinner who came and spoke to me after the game who in my second over face again went 4-6-6 and Damo is very... Uh, adamant that this first six went more than I think it does but I reckon it was close yeah, it to did. triple digit on the distance. Dame I reckon it's 120. But so you go because you were on like, that square leg. For
0: reference we are playing on the furthest pitch to this leg side so boundary pools hit at the six. And I reckon about 19 metres away there's a scoreboard. And Paul reckons it went by the side of the scoreboard. I've got twelve to fourteen other people that back me up and saying this. He cleared the scoreboard there's then a tree on the that overlooks the next oval, right? And I think it's carried that. So that's about 110. I think on the where it bounced about 115 metres, it would have carried about 130 odd. On, personally. It was probably yeah, the was best shot of, the of my sixes life. I've seen.
1: It was the best shot of my life. And I'm lucky the photographer got a photo of it.
0: Yes, which was always. So good. that got
1: me to thirty at that point. And I'd only hit three fours and two sixes. Well no, one six at that point. So you know, lots of singles, lots of running. I'll fast forward now because it's starting to drag a bit. I didn't. Know, I had no idea what score I'm on. I stopped counting. I was just looking at the team score. That's all I cared about. All I wanted to do was try and get us over the line. Three overs to go. I've then just gone, all right, it's time to go stupid mode. If I get out, I get out. First or second ball, third third, last over. All I hear is no ball because it's about chest high and I don't get on it. Run the first one. I'm screaming for the second one. We're playing, what, div four. <laughs> I'm like, nah, if I put the pressure on the fielder, the throw is going to be messed up. And all I saw in front of me was the ball bounce to the keeper and the bails go. And I got myself run out on a no ball. And I still made my 50 because I made the yeah. first run. So that's all that matters. Yes. Yeah. It
0: was <laughs> one of the weirdest 50s I've ever seen. So for people just wondering how that works, because pulls on 49 and they complete the first run that counts. And because he gets round out on the second run, the second round doesn't count. So Poole gets one run out of the score, one run out of his score, which put him from 49 to 50. But the funniest part about that was, is that uh, he was trying to somehow put the, the guy off dropping it. And the fact that the guy actually caught it probably meant that it running out. I actually think if Poole said nothing, the guy would have thought he caught it, probably, you know, he would to celebrate and then realise it was a no ball and Poo probably would have got
1: it. Yeah, I don't know what I was... I was more trying to communicate saying that uh, to Franger that it was a no ball let's go for two and then. Yeah,
0: because you needed the strike. We're going to win. We need, By this stage, we need 40 of like 2.4 balls.
1: Yeah. Like so 2.4 overs. overs. So. Which might have been doable, but anyway, nice little moment. Nice to get the good photos. just to see
0: it, mate. Like, it was, I was glad I was there because you made a few 40s.
1: Yeah, so. I was
0: glad that I got to see the 50.
1: Yeah, and it, look, it would be nice, you know, from five to, for 95 to only losing by 15 runs, I think.
0: Chasing 215, yeah. But yours yeah. truly really gets out for two.
1: Oh, uh, it doesn't Explain matter. Explain that one, Damo.
0: Um, yeah, uh, middled the first ball I hit, off the first ball of the day for one. I then uh, played a very good straight drive to mid on for one. And then this uh, overweight bloke bowled a half tracker that I hit straight and got me. Nice. I, 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 look, I was absolutely livid, but we don't have to go into it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, for someone that's leading the runs for the club and for the team, I've now put myself in a position where I might lose both on the final day, so that's great. Ah, well,
1: just gives you a chance to rise to the occasion. And maybe let's we can see. have a partnership. You never know. Oh,
0: look, I'm going to ask to open with you in four. so let's go. I don't want to open. I've told you this. <laughs> I'll
1: come in at Any four, answer, but I don't want to open.
0: Shall we get into questions?
1: Yeah, I think we need yeah. to. Actually, I there's one ask. big one. You've got a question here. Is that yours? I do. Yes,
0: yeah. I do. And you that go. was the first question I was going to go with. All right. Since we're all together and we did it last year, I want to know who we want to see come up from the EFL and who do we think coming up from the championship.
2: Well, I think it's done. Fulham's just about up. They're like 10 points clear. I yeah, think. they are. So they're, they're, we're they're talking mentioned.
1: the other two. <sighs> I just, uh, I don't know. Actually, Bournemouth losing at the weekend. That's um, huge, by the was way. was big. Yeah, um, but they have four games in hand on... Oh, shit, I just saw that. Okay, yeah. Bournemouth are practically up as well, I think. Uh, it depends on
0: form, but yes, you would imagine.
1: I mean, they're form, so. They won four out of the last five. They're playing well. They've
2: got, they kept most of their core. I think they
1: get the good chunk yeah. of there. So you're talking Huddersfield, Blackburn, yep. QPR, Borough. I oh, used already know what I'm going to Sheffield. say.
0: Sheffield. I already know who you're going to say, Dom, I think.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't think he rule anyone out.
1: Luton in
0: eight. I think he to go Dodding Forest with the form they're in with uh, Wilder in charge. Wilder. Yeah, but they've
1: only won two yeah. of their last five, though. You're drawing yeah, a bit. Look
0: what they're doing in the FA Cup. I think yeah, that's I going know. to turn
1: that form. I just don't. Millwall won five of the last five.
0: There's eleven. There's Jeez. eleven games to go, so I'm not ruling anyone out from Preston North End to sneak into the playoffs.
1: Actually, that's a good shout. That's so tight. I love the championship. It's, se- it's, I it's, love it's the seven championship. points
0: between. It's seven points between fourth to eleventh, and a couple <laughs> of them have a game in hand on each other.
1: Oh, and some have two.
0: Yeah, I know. It's going to be good to watch. And if you're saying that West Brom, no, nah, they're 13th, and They're probably
2: I just more, think they're not there.
1: They're third, West Brom thirteenth.
2: They anyway. started really well, didn't they? Yeah. All right. No, I'd love to see um, Blackburn um, be good. But... You, want to sh-
0: you want to shout just quickly?
2: Yeah. Swansea have two games at
0: hand on everybody else and they win both of them. They would actually only go seven points back and tend to go.
2: Nah. I think they would probably a touch too far. They're yeah. Like enough, every but... year, I want to see a team that's never been there. Yep. So like a, uh, a… long while. Luton. Yep. But, I would love Luton. Uh, if not, Their if not I so Blackburn, shit. but my number one's QPR.
0: Yeah, I I get that. I, I would just,
2: love to see. I would love to see Luton. I just I, bought a 2012-13 QPR Gerds jersey for fifteen bucks.
1: That's, That's nice. why. I actually want Borough out of that crew. I love the Riverside, cool stadium. They have I not been so up too. for yonks as well. They have not been up for so long. Like I mean, Luton yeah. or Forest are my preference. Probably Forest is my preference to be honest. But I, mean, I, d- I don't know if they can get a run together. Then I'd love that. Huddersfield. I really Mara's don't want Huddersfield. I really don't want Huddersfield. Like, you're nothing against them, but they had their time, you know. I like, agree. And they're going to go straight down. Like, they're not, they're not a destination-type club. You know, if, if your forest come up, a borough, a QPR, they've got history, they've got pedigree. Even Blackburn. Blackburn. Oh, Blackburn, Blackburn 100%. Black, I mean, Blackburn realistically could actually get in the two as well, though. Yeah. You know, like, I, I feel bad for Bournemouth because... Cause they are one of those clubs where they've come from nowhere and they've got their small stadium and they're real tight.
2: Those uh, years that were in there were really, were actually really good. They needed to capitalize
1: and, pro- and like they've, they've not expanded. You know what I mean? So if, like they don't feel me with confidence that if they come back up, that they're going to stay up. They're not like
2: a Brentford. They don't have that Brentford vibe.
1: Yeah. So I'd rather them just sit in the championship until they can get their stadium up to like 25,000 and then sort of have a base where they can make a bit more money. Um, for, I think Forrest. Forrest just sc- scream at me there. Yeah, um, I do too. Because I've never, I don't think I've seen them play in the Premier League. What I
2: mean, about Millwall? We would, been, we, we would have been young, Paul. Uh, but, no, they never, they never played in the Premier League. Millwall? Or well, Forrest? No, nah, Forrest. And Millwall yeah. as well.
0: Forrest surely played in the Premier League. Nah.
2: No. Div 1, nah, they nah, did, not, but not Premier kind of League. Premier. Talking about nine, oh, mate, you early That's 90s.
0: When, when did when did Clough retire
1: 80s. They, won, 80s. they won the Champions League in the 80s. Didn't 80s, back-to-back back in yeah. the mid-80s. It
0: wasn't Klopp there for a long while, Brian Clough. It was
1: there a long while before they won it, I think. And then, I don't know. I can't remember, but I'd love Forrest or Millwall, and that's a huge story. If they come from, what, 12 games uh, – they play 46. Yeah, 12 games from ninth or tenth to go up. How's the story on that too?
0: Yeah.
1: I think that would be it's unbelievable. Cool. So that's who I, I mean. Fulham, Fulham's long gone. They are flying. That is crazy how good they've been. Mitrovic has been scoring for fun. But he'll do nothing again. We I know. know. We know what he's like. His level is.
0: Forrest was played in the Premier League in Premier League's first ever season in 1993. It was Brian Clough's last season in charge oh, and he got relegated.
1: <laughs> okay, fair enough. So I had one. I had one year. Oh, we'll get, uh, get it back in then.
0: I thought it was a bit longer than that, but uh, apparently it wasn't. So, <laughs>
1: That's I'm, technic- I'm technically right. Yeah, you are right. So we'll give you that one.
0: Uh, it's not bad. I just I followed a heap of Brian Clough. I would love to see. Anyway, love to see Forrest historically right. it would be huge. Um, and I think that Louis and would be cool. If there's a team that I think we will definitely do it though, I reckon it's Middlesbrough because they've got two games in hand and they would only go one point behind Huddersfield Town if they won both.
1: I would definitely take Borough back in the Premier League anyway. I,
0: too. I would too. I'd love all three of them to come up at was coming. Who, up.
1: Who's they their manager up. these days? I feel like it's someone I should know.
2: Who Middlesbrough?
1: Yeah, they've got someone. They've got someone used to be in the Premier. I, I thought, I thought Wilder was there. Chris Wilder. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, he's it out. is. No, it's is Wilder. It? Yeah. Isn't, it a, isn't he at
0: That's Forest?
1: No. No, nah. nah, it's highlights. Uh, Chris Wilder. Chris Wilder's at Borough. I thought so. We have a look no, at the Forest. No, at
0: Middle Middlesbrough's manager's near Warnock.
1: Oh, it's not, it's Chris Wilder. I'm looking at it right now. At nah, Middlesbrough?
0: Wilder.
1: At Middlesbrough.
0: Yeah, it's Warnock. Oh,
1: it's, oh no. I don't know. Wikipedia's saying it's Chris Wilder. Oh no, it's
0: Chris Wilder, never mind. You click on the Steve link Cooper the is Warnock. at yeah. Forest. Wow, Steve there Cooper. You
1: go. Wasn't that our physio?
0: You, you, Welsh,
1: you, Welsh professional football manager and former player, head coach of Forest.
0: There. You are. Oh, good. You click on Wikipedia's and like preview page it says New Walker. You click on in there it says Wilder. Well, Fair enough. Interesting. Yeah. There you go. It doesn't matter. Like at the end of the day, they're coming up. Middlesbrough. I would be happy with that.
1: let see who they've had there as managers. Okay, it was yeah. So it was the former manager, twenty twenty to twenty one. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Arthur, Jonathan Woodgate and Tony Pulis and Gary Monk. <laughs>
3: what, Gary
1: what, Monk. Oh, what, a what, what a list of managers. Monk, Pulis, Woodgate, Warnock, Wilder. There. That is mental. I, 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 that is, that is crazy. How have they not – between those guys – I mean, I know Pulis and uh, Monk wasn't even there for a full season, but yeah. there's enough there. You know what I mean? People like, surely. manager's really experience. That is mental that they haven't come up. Like, when... All right, whilst you guys go, ask Dom the next question. I want to find yeah. out when the last season you, they were in the Premier you League.
0: You go do your research and I'll, uh, I'll talk to Dom. Dom, it's been a while since you've been on the pod and it may be a while till you come back. I actually think we'll probably get you on for a UCL like final preview or whatever, Yeah, generally do. But your early predictions for who wins the Premier who wins the UCL, and who gets relegated, go.
2: Relegated is the current three. Watford, Norwich. No, sorry. Yeah, Watford, Norwich.
1: That third spot.
2: The current three is Burnley, Watford, No, Norwich. no, no. Burnley, don't go down. I'll tell you Burnley, don't go down. Watford, oh, Norwich. Yeah. Yep. Leeds. That's the one I had. Burnley, stay up. Yep. Burnley will never yep. get we Will all die before Burnley <laughs> get relegated. Yeah,
0: they've got that history of getting up. And they do have a game in hand on Leeds and would jump them if they were to win that one there. Burley uh, cool are going earlier. nowhere. I would agree with that list. Um, I think the only other team that's not 100% safe is probably Brentford because they've already played 28. In that list, they're the only other one that could jump in, but um, that start winning games. I think, but I, I, think, uh, I think the list is Norwich Watford, as much as it saddens me that Watford would go down and at probably the end of Ben Foster's career, um, and Leeds. That, that's my prediction as well. I think Ben Foster will stay if he... Uh...
1: Nah, it sounds like he's going to America, apparently.
0: Yeah, that's what it sounds like. I feel like if they stayed up in the Prem, he would give it one more go.
1: Anyway, the title is
2: City. They just don't see Pep. He's got an easy run. Just don't see. I reckon he'll go down to second to last week. Yeah,
0: and then it'll just be too many just points. just don't there.
2: see Pep. Unless he focuses on the Champions League, which is very possible. Which is very possible, but mm, it's hard not to say City. I would agree with that too. City, Liverpool, Chelsea games. and Arsenal finished into the four. Yeah, that's my top four that. as well. And then Champions League is a literal draw out of the hat.
1: I could Yeah, we're too one. far away still, aren't we? We're only in the round of 16. There's so Did much. There's a question about the UCL down the
0: track too from Dim, so. Yeah, yeah it's too early. It's only, it's only
1: March. It's only March. Can't be talking about Champions League On Games yet. of this week. Yeah, yeah. I can't um, wait.
2: All the any of the English teams? Or Bar United... Uh, PSG
1: or Bayern? Bayern,
0: I think are my
1: favourites for now. Bayern just yeah. actually they dropped points there. this week.
2: Uh, they drew their first
1: leg. Yeah, they, they drew with uh, Salzburg, didn't they? They
0: did. But they uh, in the second.
1: And they should have lost too.
0: They did. They should have.
1: Kind of felt for. Would it, them. Cost,
0: would it cost us our if we put it on football? We never did.
1: No, I didn't do Champions League one.
0: Well, maybe I was talking to Lou about that. Not
1: that <laughs> on, like, I don't do it during the probably. week, but I can tell you that much.
0: <laughs> yeah. Ah, um, next question. Which one do we want to go first for the actual boys? So, shout out to JS and Dim for putting questions to the Discord. If you ever want to put questions Um, to the Discord, please look at the links down below and give us a follow. Paul, did you find out what you wanted to find out about Middlesbrough?
1: No. Whilst we've got Dom, Uh, um, we'll go Dim's first, I think. So, with Chelsea starting these good run of fixtures, well, with Reese James back and firing, could we win the Champions League and go back to back? What do you reckon Dom?
2: I think there's every possibility but like I said it's too hard to pick but yeah there's no reason why they can't just like there's no reason why Liverpool City Bayern PSG can't yeah, too far yeah, away so I think, yeah they can still, still I mean, too far possible. away at this point I think with James back but I still think no chill kills it kills the system but yeah you never know it's Champions League football
0: and Tuchel's really good and knows how to do
2: it so Tuchel knows how to win his knockout footy but anyway yes it can be done but it can be done for everyone else as well are you optimistic, or do you think that? Yeah, I'm know, optimistic. I didn't think we'd win it last year. Where
1: yeah, you sometimes you just need that good run, though. That's the thing. Like that, if that—that's all that it comes down to, then it's doable for anyone. Yeah, get a good, get a good draw. Get you know a couple of good bounces go your way. Um,
2: There's no reason why you can't.
1: Yeah, I like that. So, whilst we're on Chelsea, what do you think the future for the club is? And I'm assuming this is more in reference right. to yeah. Roman no longer. Uh,
2: it's sad very sad I think he's one of the best owners maybe the best owner in the Premier League
1: the best I I think he's the best yeah yes I think think even
2: a lot of rival fans would say he's the best because he 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 puts puts into it but he actually loves the club
1: yeah I'd agree with that
2: none of those American owners care about the club
1: yeah across the board like the involvement he's had the the, the thing for me was um, wiping 1.5 billion pounds worth of debt like you don't yeah, do that unless places. you really care about the club where other clubs are taking do money that. out. All those other clubs um, are taking money out, man. Like that's just on another level to me.
2: $1.5 billion dollars, to say out loud pounds, pounds. not dollars. Yeah. It's, it's a crazy amounts. So it's sad, but yeah, also a bit concerning for the future. Cause you don't know who's coming in. Who's going to, there'll never be another Roman. Nah, no that's way. Sad. It's just sad to know.
1: And that's the issue though. So it's obviously Chelsea's got this big profile now. Um, it's just praying that someone comes in with not the same mentality because you're never going to find someone with no, the that that's, same that's mentality. Dumb,
2: there'll be no, another owner like
1: that. Yeah, but it's just being able to find someone who's just going to steady the ship and, and let Tuchel or maybe they have a director of football maybe that then comes in and, you know, is that ruthless or that the owner can then trust to spend the money wisely in that mm-hmm. way, maybe. I that agree. Might be the way I forward. Agree. Um,
2: the club won't, The club won't go to nothing, but... It won't be like a- won't be pushing be as sale. hard though.
1: No, that's the other that's factor.
2: Stupid. He
0: hasn't officially sold it as of today. No, it's up, for it's up for sale. It's Up for sale. It's up for sale. It's up to him to accept a bid as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna
2: put my. He'll t- have for to accept
1: it though, otherwise me. it will get fro- the assets will get frozen. That's the other factor.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think the, my tinfoil hat is, is that if he rejects bids long enough and this conflict resolves, that's what we'll he be then takes the job. Yeah. I, I just yeah. do think, I think there's a lot that he's trying to do the right things. The asset doesn't get sold and it's on the markets, on the markets, on the market. And then he'll keep saying, Oh, that's not enough offer that. I want to take, 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 take. Conflict gets resolved. I'm actually. I to reckon
1: to they'll give the him market. a deadline, though. They'll say, We are freezing it at this point.
0: I, I agree with that, too. I just you want, need to get rid of it. Not, I just want to just get behind the thinking that maybe there's some other. The sad thing
2: like, is, just nothing to, through his fault. It's just. Same his, his, as his His
0: president. Yeah.
1: But the issue, his other problem, though, is he's very connected to him too. So he's yes, not helping himself, correct, yeah. you know, like that's, you know, obviously there's, I don't know, I'm not going to go into it, but you just, I don't know, there's maybe. a lot going on. Lot going on. Yeah. He's not helping himself by being involved. That's how I see it. Um, And that's just end of the day, what's going to happen, really. Um, yeah. That's just where it's at. So. Um, we've got one more question here. Uh, I'll let, two. Oh, is it two? Oh, it is two. Sorry. Um, yeah. we'll start with the little one. Where will Declan Rice end up? He needs to leave. I think. Declan stated... Rice is
2: not worth a hundred million pounds. This is the whole Maguire fiasco again.
3: Yeah.
0: He stated that he wants to leave. For... He, said, he, he said, needs to go to, to Chelsea really and play with how, he... how much is he worth? I just, yeah,
2: really yeah, like Chelsea don't go back in for him. I
0: just, I see him where he gets 100 mil because he's English, like Jack Grealish.
1: It's just another Grealish if, and Maguire. If Grealish actually. goes for 100, man, Declan goes for 140.
2: Yeah, it's going to end up being that much. And that's if
1: what's going to happen.
2: If he was French or Italian, he would be going for 50, 50 tops. Yeah. sixty fifty. 50.
1: And that's a scary thing. It's such a demand. It's such a demand on yeah, English-born, English-trained, homegrown players that it Mass- drives the price. Makes me scared squad.
0: if Saka wanted to leave Arsenal, how much he would cost. Because,
1: yeah, you're not wrong. he would have to the leave England.
0: The minute is out of this world. Would he be worth 200 million plus?
1: But he'd have to leave England then, because no club in England would be able to afford him.
0: Yeah, the Arsenal just price everyone out of a move.
1: Yeah, right? I'd say 200. Why wouldn't no, you I say 200? This West Ham are
0: trying to do that, but someone will end up at Man City paying that.
1: Much. Or the player has to practically say, "I want to go there," make it yeah. happen. Yeah, or I'm yeah, not playing for you. So. And then that's what will happen. And then that will that will drive the price down. You know what I mean? That's the He'll only finish. way I see it getting driven down because All-Man City or Liverpool, whoever that team is or Chelsea, they'll say, he wants to come to us. He's 80.
0: Take 80. it or leave
1: it. Yeah, I agree. Otherwise, he's going to sit in your 23s. Do you want 80 million or do you want him in your 23s? That's it's what I do. I yeah, and then we're getting for free anyway. So it's one of those ones where it's, it's a shit situation because... Um, it, Alexis Sanchez, Fiasco. Pretty much. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, the only thing I would be able
0: to say that benefits Rice is he plays a different position than what Grealish does and that, that deeper lying role is probably a bit more important to how a team sets up than probably another winger, right? So I feel like that he could do a better job for most of than what Grealish is currently doing for City that are around that top four level. I
1: just yeah. don't think he's worth the 100 million that I think West Ham are going to ask for. That's just the market we're in, though. Whether we that's, agree whether we agree whether they're worth it or not, that's not the point. It's what, to, what what's a team willing to pay for a midfielder that can do it, it all? Should. You know, that's Absolutely. just, you know, I, I, yeah. I think we, we look at it through rose tinted glasses where, you know, a quality player used to go for 30 million. That's yeah, just not.
2: Hazard went for
1: 32 million. Yeah, that's just not. Look, Salah went to us for 30 odd as well. Like, it's not. But he wasn't world class either. And Hazard wasn't world class though. You remember that too. Like, when they yeah, signed them at the them time. Yeah, time like, oh, no, Torres. It was so we, we used Torres, right? Before. Torres at Liverpool to Chelsea, world 50. Who
2: was world class at the time? Yep. Who was world class at the time? 50 million. We're in comp- and that was like, that made waves around the whole world.
1: Yeah. Right? It was like, wow, 50 million. Yeah. So for. Bale,
2: Bale, Bale was 80. Yeah, yep.
1: and that was mental. Evelyn
2: now uh, gets you Maguire, <laughs> <Or> Lukaku, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it,
0: You said you, you said you said it, though.
2: Oh, now i am first to say it. Yeah,
0: you said it because I. It gets, you,
2: right yeah, I Bale, it gets you Bale, who wins you three Champions Leagues. Yeah, I agree. Now, the markets
0: are weird spot at the minute.
1: No, it's cooked. Yeah, yeah well, it's, well, it's the just The the, money pri- the price food. of winning—that's what it is. It's the price of this person will. Quote unquote, help you win. Yeah. So you're taking that player from me. I want that level of Excellent. compensation. Yeah, it's yeah. just, he it is just dumb. It's so dumb. And I'm not agreeing with it, but it's the world we live in. And it's 100 million to these owners, unfortunately. They're all billionaires now, too. Like, the, 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 it's not just the money at the club anymore. It's the whole element of football is now just full of money so yeah, the, the value of money is not the same like 50 million is not 50 million anymore 50 million is now 110 million. yeah oh, or yeah, the other no, way around no, no, yeah. you know what I mean like it's just yeah, 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 that's where we're at because sponsorships is on another level TV money's on another level like all these different clubs are getting money from the streaming services you know what I mean like there's just so many other revenue makers for these teams where it's not the same and I don't know I don't it's just it's gone so far away from reality that I, that's what i don't like if that makes oh. sense like it's just it just sounds stupid almost <laughs> like you know name our 200 million you know and we're, we're for someone who had won a champions league who was so influential we're gonna break like that's gonna get broken there's no way that that does get broken in the next five years and
2: that uh, day is the record
1: Oh, was Mbappe the record now 222 jesus yeah. Okay.
2: That was from money. And he's going to go on a free.
1: Yeah, because no one's going to pay it. So PSG yeah. just need to go. All right, let's just cash out. Okay, losses. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's pretty much how it goes.
1: And that's the risk, isn't? it? Well, it's not even a risk because he's actually good. <laughs> that's the scary yeah, he, thing. He's oh, yeah.
0: scary. Yeah. Last question, Paulie.
1: All right. Can Liverpool do the quad? Short answers Round the table. What do you reckon?
2: Yes. No, no, no. They won't win the league. Can't win the league. It's I think they can do
1: a It's unlikely.
0: I think it's unlikely, but I wouldn't rule it out. Yeah. yeah I mean,
1: yeah, we, still happen, we still have to play City. We still have to play City at the Etihad. Yeah. So that could potentially get the, back to three points. I say we to win. A
0: goal difference then. And then we just need them to drop a game. But, yeah. but, but going not say I'm going to be boring and say no. However... If Liverpool win the league, they've done a quad.
3: Yeah, I reckon don't, so. That,
0: that is not me saying that we definitely win the Champions League FA Cup. I just think if Liverpool somehow win the league from here, they would have won the Champions League in the quad because they wouldn't have lost the game.
1: And they've just gone on some stupid run.
0: Which we're already on a stupid run as it is, but I'm talking about something ridiculous. Like we do not lose a game for the rest of the season. Ridiculous.
1: Which is possible. I think, who's
2: who, who's big that you have to play? City. Um, United. Yeah, That's I don't so count United. I'll get a fixture uh, list up in a second. Here we go. Arsenal, um, at, at the, uh, whatever their stadium's
1: called. We've got... As easy Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal,
0: Arsenal we've got coming up as well. The 7 and Arsenal, we've
1: got the Arsenal next next Thursday we uh, have a
3: at,
0: rest,
1: then, at the Emirates. We've got Watford yeah. at home, City away, Villa away, Everton home, Newcastle away, Spurs home, Southampton away, Wolves home, and Man United to be fit somewhere in there.
0: That'd be like game week 36. That's it's not, not the easiest. Week week out loud, it's not the easiest. It's not the easiest. Wolves scares me a lot, by the way. Well, on the
1: last it. day though, I reckon their fate's done by then.
2: Yeah, they're nothing to play for.
1: I reckon it's actually unless, not. I don't think it's actually that hard. Got,
2: unless they got. Uh, yes, it is. No, it's
1: not. You can't say that's not the only team
2: you're not playing is Chelsea. So how's that hard? Because you're playing everyone big. You're no, playing everyone not. big. The only big team you're not playing is Chelsea.
1: Yeah, but. We're that far ahead at the moment, like it's beyond a joke. The only team That's I'd be worried thinking. about playing is Chelsea and City.
2: That's your thinking because they're the dead rubbers.
1: Everything they look. What Brighton? Okay, Arsenal, tough. Not yes. I'll give them that. Watford, easy. City, be winning. game breaker. I'm not saying we're going to win every single one of these games, but going yeah. into it, I'd expect to win every single one of these games. If we're going to win the league, except for City, yeah. You can't tell me, I can't expect to win every single one of those games. You can't tell me I can't go into Villa, Everton, Newcastle, Spurs at home, Southampton and Wolves. We should expect to win every game. I'm not saying we are. What do
0: you mean? I think for us. Spurs
1: are not, okay, well, Spurs are going to, well, I don't know. They actually do play better against the bigger sides because they just sit there and. They
2: play better against bigger sides. Conte sets up. How did well, we go against them earlier in the season? Yeah, I can't remember. We
0: drew with nine. them because that was a stupid
1: yeah. Robertson red card. That was bullshit. Yeah, yeah they yeah, two set
0: off after he scored. Yeah,
1: yeah. That was dumb.
0: Yeah, with the double footer on Robbo was Robo. It on, Yeah,
1: yeah. So I'm not saying we're going to win everyone, but I'd expect to win every one of those games except for City. I I City think games.
0: If, if we're going to win the Prem, we're going to win eleven straight, right? So that's what we need to do. I expect to win nine with two question marks there. Well, uh, eight with three, eight and three question marks. Arsenal, uh, Spurs, and City.
1: Right, whilst we're here, whilst I'm here, let me look at City's. Yeah, get City's
0: up. Um,
1: Palace away, Burnley away, Liverpool home, Wolves away, Watford home, Leeds away, Newcastle home, West Ham away, Villa yeah. home, Brighton home. So the wow. only changes are they p- pick up West Ham,
0: which is not West Ham in match, match week 37.
1: Which I'm yeah. hoping by then they're out of Europe, and they're focusing on trying to make Europe again. That's yeah, me being optimistic. You want to know what the big one is? They've there, got the Bulls. easier run home there. You
0: want to know what the big one is there? Wolves the after the us.
2: Papers. Nope. Villa. Nope. Leeds. No. Nah. <laughs>
0: Burnley are going to be fighting for their lives.
2: Oh, I love a Burnley relegation.
1: Spray. What about Newcastle right. in match week 36 as well?
0: That would be the form they're on and them trying to survive as well. I, 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 on paper, I think City's run is easier, but there's more teams that's. City they can slip up against
1: who they do time. slip up against, though. They slip up against those two. They got Palace this week. Well,
0: Palace. Palace, Palace is the team because they play four four two. 2 that sit there and
2: then they no, Either draw right. 0-0 or lose. What or, about after coming 0-0 off 0-0 Champions League? 6-0. Oh, no, they can yeah. rest
1: this week, though, can't they? They were freaking 5 nil advantage. Yeah, damn it. It. Yeah. Imagine if it. Sporting made it competitive and then they and forced to City it. to have to go and then come we'll back lost, and play yeah. at Sellers Park. For me, oh, that would have been great.
2: For me, oh, they're going to win about 6 0. Yeah,
0: yeah
1: right. you're not wrong.
0: Look, I, for me, I think City's the sort of side that. If, they're
1: not going to drop too they many should, points, though. They're
0: not going to drop too many points. The game is obviously the game against us, right? That is the question mark for City, and they should win the rest. I can just see a world where Burnley do a job or, you know, Newcastle do a job because they're trying to survive. I'd much rather play teams that have had their fate sealed than teams that are going to be fighting for something. Yeah, yeah you
2: both are um, both in the same boat. You're not, like, it could go anyway.
0: You know what? I'm going to predict something weird and wacky. Liverpool and City will lose three to four games in this run in each. Oh, the pressure. The pressure. Just pressure. Just pressure. Teams doing, you know, teams fighting in the lower half, getting scraps. Because I think this relegation fight is going to be wild as well.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm looking I forward would, to the most. I love a relegation fight. Too, the good yeah. thing is, from Newcastle, so you got Spurs, Southampton, Wolves to yep. finish the season off. Yep. Mm, I feel like Spurs are going to be out of that Europe hunt by then.
2: No, I think they'll still chase for the... What's that stupid third one called? They're, they're not Europa chasing two, for the conference is, league, though. How many how many Europa League spots are there? Two. Uh, yeah, so six uh, and top five and boys, six
0: Fifth and sixth get a Europa League spot. And seven, eight, seven, go to conference.
2: Six plays off. I don't think you're
1: fighting for conference league, though. I think you're fighting to get Europa League. I think so, yeah, that's Seath. what I mean, yeah. Yeah, but...
2: But for a club like Wolves... They'll fight for a yeah, but on the last spot. day when we're That's fighting true. for
1: the yeah, but on the last day when we're fighting for the league though, at home, you're not playing at Anfield. It's very rare that at Anfield when we're playing for something. Any time I reckon it's happened is bloody eighty nine.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: So I don't, I don't know the, the so mentality think it gets of this to the last team. Day?
0: Nah, I think I it don't know, maybe realistic. it gets to the second to last day, like you said, dog. But I think there is a world that we live in where it could just be wacky.
1: Who City have second to last day? They got uh, West Ham away. Yeah,
2: it's massive. Oh, that is
1: huge. West
2: Ham away. Like it. it depends yeah. on what's
0: happened with West Ham. And then they, they finish
1: with Villa high. as well. Like, our... Oh, man.
0: There's potential there for City to drop points. Both of us at home
1: us on the last day, though, as well. It's kind of nice, hard. to be fair, because whoever wins it does get to lift it at home. I'll yeah. give that. Oh, so this, this is going be I just hope it comes
0: down to the final day. We get that night at the Arcabar again. <laughs> yeah. The
1: Brighton game. Yeah, yeah, man. You're coming this time, Dom. I <laughs> will be there this time. What's your rage? Oh, I'll be there.
0: I'll just uh, just enjoy a couple of drinks and watch Prime Day. Man. It's fine.
1: Yeah, I'm so keen for this run home because it's got too. everything. I'm it's excited. got the title race, Champions League race, Europa League race, Conference League race, and relegation battle there's so much good football I've I've barely looked outside of England to be honest because there's so much happening in England
0: you haven't needed to this year's been really competitive and really tight and like I can't wait for this run in it's going to be really good it's going to make the podcast in the future really good
1: yeah 100% well we've made this one an extra special long episode for you guys so hopefully you've enjoyed it um, so much going on there's plenty going on and i'm sure moving forward there's still going to be plenty going on so dom thank you once again for being back on the pod
2: Paulie it is a pleasure
1: damo as always pleasure
0: as always Paulie, a pleasure second thing is boys when you are emotional choose your words carefully jordan Henderson is much better than joseph park <laughs> <laughs> what about tim sancho Ah, oh, Tim Sancho's a goat, but Jaden Sancho or Jordan or mm. Jaden or whatever his name is, JJ Sancho. He's
1: Jay J-Don. He's not a J-Den. He's Jay don uh, as Bordeaux he's def- says.
0: He's definitely not the Don of football. He might be the Don of haircuts, but that's it.
1: <laughs> I think we're going to leave it on that point. So thank yeah, you okay. for your support, everyone. We're getting close to episode 50. So I think we're going to have to make sure Dom's on episode 50 as well, which is a few weeks definitely. away. Um, but once again, hopefully we'll be back. Depends on the. I think it's gonna depend on the fixtures really, because I don't want to jump on too early, uh, before the weekend be actions fiction, over. Yeah, yeah. so some pods might come out uh, Sunday night our time. Some might come out Monday night. Just make sure you get uh, notifications on. I know for me it does actually pop up once they go live. I don't know about you guys. If you subscribe does, on Apple Podcast, yeah. If you subscribe on Apple Podcast, it does come up. If you're on Spotify, you should get a little dot next to the pod when a new one goes live so once again thank you everyone for your support links to the discord will be in the description and we'll see you next week for another episode of pd sports podcast